What's up, everybody? Welcome to Ask Pat 2.0, episode number 1072. This is a coaching session between myself and an entrepreneur just like you. And I work through the problems so we can find solutions. And today we're speaking with Sarah Falk, who is an author and a person who's gone through so much and has so much to offer, but is a little overwhelmed, like most of us, right? So how do, how do we progress when there's just so much to do and so much overwhelm? Well, that's what we're going to talk about and help Sarah through today. So make sure you sit back, relax, and listen, because we got a lot to talk about. But before I get to that, I just want to say, hey, if you haven't yet listened to my other show, Smart Passive Income, that might be a good time to, you know, pause this episode, go to that show, and make sure you subscribe to that one too, because we got a lot of great content coming out weekly for you as well interviews and solo shows across all spectrums of online business and helping you scale without getting overwhelmed. So I just wanted to mention that and plug that there. You can also find my website at smartpassiveincome.com. So make sure you subscribe to that show and this one too, obviously, if you haven't done so yet. Now, let's get to the conversation today with Sarah Falk. Here she goes. Hey, Sarah, welcome to Ask Pat. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So why don't you take a quick minute to tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Okay. So I am a mental health counselor, a independent author, a mom of four boys, wow. a wife. <laughs> I have a lot going on and that's part of the reason why I wanted to talk to you today. <laughs> I mean, four kids alone, that's that's insane. Uh, four boys, right. especially. I, oh, and four boys. Yeah, four boys. I have one boy and one girl, and the boys. We we were almost done with just <laughs> one. Um, right. but we we know we were thankful to have another. But That's so, right. uh, w- tell me about like your book and 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 what you do to help serve the mental health space. Okay, so I specialize in panic and anxiety disorders as far as the counseling business is concerned, and I'm in the office two and a half days a week there. So I have survived cancer twice in my life. Well, technically three times. I've had bone cancer in high school, uh, breast cancer diagnosis in 2015. And then I just finished up um, surgery or reconstruction for skin cancer on my nose. And that was in the fall. So Cancer has been a part of my life, and the when I received the diagnosis of breast cancer, I just decided it was time. I've written all my life, and it was just time to put that story out there mm-hmm. and in hopes of encouraging other people and just just being very transparent so that people who were going through the same thing did not feel like it, they were alone. Like, oh, other people experience these things as well. Okay, so I'm not losing it here. So is is the book called uh, Finding Myself? Is that the one? Finding Myself Facing Cancer, yes. Yeah, I see that here on on Amazon. That's awesome. And thank you for sharing that story. And wow, you are a survivor. Just wow. Um, I'll link to this in the show notes uh, for everybody, but it's called Finding Myself Facing Cancer by Sarah Falk, F-A-L-K. So that, that, that's wonderful. Great. Uh, so, so what can I help you with? What's on your mind? Okay. So I had written the book and I put it out there and I honestly didn't think 
much beyond that. Like, oh, you know, I just want to help people. And honestly, I haven't really made any money on it because mm-hmm. I've just given it away. I've given it to doctor's offices and to even clients in my counseling practice who are going through cancer or have loved ones going through cancer. And I even developed a workbook called Keeping It Together, A Patient's Companion Through Decision-Making that just allows people to journal through the the very difficult decision-making process. Mm-hmm. And so I, I put those things out there as just a contribution, really. But now I'm kind of shifting focus a little bit, and I'm finishing up my second book in a nine book uh, middle grade fantasy series. And I have these all, yeah, I have them all like plotted and I have the whole series planned, but I, I feel a little scattered. I've been watching you on YouTube for since 2015 and Joanna Penn on the creative pen Mm -hmm. and Roberto Blake. And, you know, I've just been taking in this content and I'm finally just realizing I feel a bit scattered because there's a lot of information. And I know that part of it is for me just realizing, okay, now what do I want? Yeah, that was going to be my next question. (laughs) Yeah. So what I want is I actually do want to make money now. Good. Okay. I'm like, I, I do because I will continue to write and I will continue to share stories. And I actually started a podcast, Storyteller Station. And I, I just, I do that because number one, I love to talk and I love, I love video though. I'm very technologically impaired. <laughs> a lot of us so, are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I found the podcast was just more attainable for me, but it's just a place to share stories and to talk about the craft of, of telling stories, whether through word or photography or Mm -hmm. art. And so going forward, (laughs) I, I would like this to be a business, but again, I feel very overwhelmed by the content, the the recommendations, the ideas. And so I was really hoping that you might be able to, I don't know, you know, coach me in a way that would just be like, okay, Sarah, this is what you should think about now, or, you know, start here kind of thing. So, right. Well, I, I, I am here to help you for sure. And I know a lot of people can resonate with what you just said, because a lot of, uh, a lot of us learn quite a bit and we get you know, squirrel syndrome and, oh, this looks like a good strategy. This this is what we should do. This is what we should look at. And, and as a result of doing that, we kind of go nowhere except under exactly. all the overwhelm and, and stress, right? So that's I'm, exactly I hear you. I hear you. When, when you say scattered, I'd love to unpack that a little bit more. What are you trying to like? What's what is scattering you? Yes, I know there's a lot of content and information out there, but perhaps what are some of the things that you're thinking about doing that are kind of clashing against each other? Okay, so I, I've i had a blog since 2015 when I, just before I was diagnosed, actually, when I knew I had to have a biopsy, mm-hmm. I, I was like, I'm starting it now. So I, I've had the blog since then and have maintained it. But now that I'm shifting focus and realizing 
oh, I need to build an email list. So, cause I don't have one. So then I, I'm like, okay, I need to do the, to do that, but I need, to, that's, I need to learn, right. learn how to do that. And since I've already explained, I'm technologically challenged this, it, it, there needs to be a learning curve for me and it takes a lot of time. So, so I want to maintain the blog. I want to maintain the podcast. And I feel like the podcast and the blog, it's the same material. I just offer it in two different ways. Mm -hmm. So to me, that doesn't seem too scattered. But in the meantime, it's like writing the books, um, editing the books, you know, design, working with the designers. And then now I need to learn. I've only been using CreateSpace, which is not CreateSpace anymore. Now it's KDP. Right, right. So I need to learn that, but I don't want to be just there. I'd like to offer more, be in more spaces. So I'm looking at Ingram Spark or Lulu or something. So I just feel like the to-do list is very, it, it's vast. And I'm not really sure what to focus on first. And um, while I was going through cancer treatment, I did have a lot of engagement as far as like on Facebook mm -hmm. and even on my blog, I had some comments, but I really do desire like a community and I want interaction and I want to know, okay, is what I'm giving you valuable because I'm having a lot of fun doing it. But if it's like, if it's just going out there and the crickets are listening, then I don't know how that's helpful. So Right. Well, on, the, on that note, it's it's tough in the online space, especially with something like a podcast or a blog, because a lot of conversation now is happening on social media, right? So And it's hard yeah. to keep track of all the conversations. And I will also say that you know when, when you have listeners of your podcast, I mean, you can change your life and, and never know it. Uh, that's That's happened to me before. I almost quit my podcast in 2012 until somebody emailed me and said that, it was my podcast that saved their life. And it just kind yeah. of struck me as like, wow, this person was going through this thing for two years and I had no idea. And so, you know, I always try to think about, and this is just a little frame of mind for you about the person on the other end who, whether they need you now or later, you're kind of doing it for them. Um, but I, I completely yeah. understand the fact that, you know, conversation is important, which is why I think that it, to me, having a little bit of engagement on a, something like a Facebook group related to your brand, which is the blog and the podcast together, that's where you can spark discussions, have conversations, and just essentially technology-wise, it's simple to set up a group if you don't have one already. And then you can just mention on your podcast and your blog, hey, go to this link, and I'll see you over there. We have conversations you know, about these things every single week, and this is you know, on your Facebook group. When you come out with a new episode, you can post it there and start the conversation. The biggest sort of piece of advice I'm going to give you is, okay, there's a lot of things to do. If this were simple, what would it look like? And this is something I learned from Tim Ferriss. Like we, we can make this as complicated or as simple as we want. And let's always try to err on the side of, you know, keeping things uh, simple. So in terms of that, in this mm. giant to-do list you have, I like to do what's called just-in-time learning. And this this may help you because I was also an avid procrastinator learner as well, <laughs> which is a term I, I learned yesterday, actually. And I love that term because we're, we're <laughs> procrastinate learners. We learn so much, we get we never get anything done. Yeah, yes. Oh, my gosh. So I, I implement something called just-in-time learning, something that my mentor taught me back in the day, which was, okay, 
you, you kind of write out all the things that need to happen. You did mention like an email list and uh, KDP and the design and the, the design. And then, of course, there's the marketing and then there's book number three, book number four and all those other. I mean, there's a huge thing here. And I love that you're, you're, you're looking ahead into the future. But what just in time learning means is, OK, what is my next check mark on my to do list? Whatever that is, I'm only mm. going to allow myself to focus and learn about that right now. Yes, I know I need to figure out how to get on Amazon, but that's not my next task. I'll leave it for future Sarah to learn about that then and only then. And mm -hmm. it's just a huge relief to, 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 to essentially give yourself permission to not know how the next steps will work, but they will. And the cool thing about this strategy as well is once you check off that next to-do list, it's really interesting what happens. You start to gain momentum because you've seen that you're you're actually making progress. You're getting a little bit closer to the light at the end of the tunnel there, and you actually start to pick up things a little bit faster, and you also get things done faster because now you're only allowing your, yourself to learn about those other things or, or, or only the thing that's right in front of you, and mm -hmm. um, that sort of strategy alone will be helpful. So I know I didn't give you like, okay, do this next, but I think that I don't know if how that resonates with you with like, okay, we'll save the learning for those other things later, how does that, how does that sit with you? Yeah, that, that is actually one step I took, um, on my last podcast episode, I said, okay, I'm, I'm limiting myself to one thing Good. and actually it's, um, building the email list and I'm using convert kit great to, and that's the easiest. So one. really convert kit. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. And I've just been on their website and just watching all the videos I can and, and rewatching them and mm -hmm. and then also you know, with convertkit like obviously any tools that we use i mean we could go super advanced with those tools right we could use like all 100 features and start to create these completely automated sequences with hundreds of emails and you know it gets like even though you're right. focusing on that next task that one task alone can have its own to-do list of a hundred things, right? That's true. And so you're probably watching these videos and going, oh, I have to do that, I have to do that, I have to do that, I have to do that. I would say, okay, going back to Tim Ferriss, how can we make this simple to do what I wanted to do? I wanna build an email list. So let yeah. me make a form, put it on my website, and now I can move on. And yes, yeah. there's other things you can do. You can write 10 emails in an autoresponder series, but that can come later. The truth is, yeah. until you get a form on your website, you will not collect emails. When you have a right. form on your website, you can begin to, to, you know, you've unlocked the next stage at that point. Okay. I know that I want, I, I have the landing page for my, the, well, I have a landing page created mm -hmm. and I want to, I, I, what I want to do is it's called Storyteller Nation. That's going to be my I love community. That. I love that. And Thanks. So I do have a Facebook group called Storyteller Nation. Perfect. But um, what I want to do is to provide different paths in story within Storyteller Nation. So if someone is a reader or writer of nonfiction, fiction, or if they're an indie author, mm -hmm. then I want each path because I have three different things to offer these people. So I've got something for, I've got a decision-making checklist for the nonfiction. I have a prequel to the fantasy series mm -hmm. that I'm writing for middle grade. I actually um, geared it toward parents who might be buying for their kids. So the prequel short story is the fiction. 
And then I have a just a really short um, indie author ABCs, like how to, and this is going to crack you up, how to focus yourself and where to start if you're an indie <laughs> author. <laughs> Hey, we all go through it. And even <laughs> even when we share, like I share advice too, and I'm like, oh, I should probably do that also sometimes. Yeah. Um, well, it sounds like- So I like have these- You have these paths, right? Oh, you have ahead. different buckets. You have different yeah. um, sequences that you can set up. Start with one for everybody and what you could do to still serve all those people, which is the most important thing, is you can have all those resources all in one place. And what you can- So, okay. so, so- let me simplify this for you, and this this is not as simple as putting on a light switch, but it's it's going to help you. So what I would do is just have one form that people could subscribe to to start. Over time, on different pages on your website, over time, on different episodes of your podcast, you can have different sort of entry points. So you know, indie authors can download this thing that then puts them into that bucket. Back that like, don't even worry about that right now. Just have just have forms on your website that people can come to, no matter where they're at. And in that first email, I would be open with who you are and, and why, you, why you're doing all this. And then you can even link to in those emails each – like in that first email, the first email they get. Just go, hey, you know, I've created a lot of things to help a lot of people. Here are all of them. Mm. Here's a link to download this thing. Here's a link to download thing number two and then thing number three. So again, to get there, very simple. One path. They see that email. And this is where you can start to kind of start to fork them out because that in ConvertKit – when you create a link in an email, you can attach it to a tag. And you've probably mm. seen these videos already. So actually, yeah. it's, it, it's as simple as when you create a link, you can create tags as you go. So you can have a tag for indie author. You can have a tag for reader. You can have a tag for each one because each of these products serves different audiences, right? And right. So, so just in that one first email, you're going to start to see themselves start to tag themselves and you okay. don't don't even worry about like okay what happens after they tag themselves later you can have emails that are just for that tag but for now you just set up that process so that as soon as you can on your podcast you can go by the way i have some free resources for you doesn't matter where you're at you're going here's the kind of things you'll get in there you'll see that in the first email you get and you can already start building your email list much sooner okay okay and th this is going to just show you how technologically like i don't understand this is a form different than a landing page uh they can the, a form is on a landing page so if you have a landing page actually you're more advanced than you think instead of a oh. <laughs> form on your blog you essentially have a, a separate page that can do this collection for you okay so that's great if you have that yeah. landing page perfect have that be the thing you mention in every podcast episode and and then you link to that landing page on your blog once that's set up then that's where you drive people to and they'll start to get that email and self-segment from there. And you can add more emails over time. Okay. Yeah, great job. I think – does that simplify things for you instead of like, okay, let's make this massive it, tree of things? I, I, yeah. Yeah, I think it helped me to realize like I, I, I'm, I'm doing okay. I just need to not think about all of the other things that – that I think I should do, I guess. Eventually do. <laughs> you know, it, it, eventually do, right. And if I don't do the first step, how am I supposed to get to the second step? Exactly, which is why I was like, just make that form, but it could be a landing page too. So that's that's good. So, okay, once you get that set up, like literally just the landing page with the first email written that has those resources you mentioned, which is fantastic. I mean, you, you have a lot to offer already. 
what would be the next? Okay, that you've learned how to do that. You've completed it. What's what step? Uh, like, what else uh, would be next after that? What would be the next learning slash implementation thing? I, you know, maybe for engagement purposes, mm-hmm. um, learning more about how to manage my Facebook group. I love it. And you had mentioned that that's something that you really want. And so I love that 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 feature. And here's another bonus. You have this Facebook group. You can link to that landing page there too. And it's already set up for everybody, which is great. (laughs) So you see how things start to stack on each other after, which is, which is great. And and the other thing you can do is, you know, email number two that they get can be, by the way, if you're not a part of the Facebook group yet, we're having some great conversations over there. Click here. And then the people who are, are already in the group will be like, Hey, I already did that. I love the group. And, um, you know, so you can just slowly go back to, you know, those other things over time. But yeah, Facebook group engagement, I think just some quick tips there. Um, Try to make it a safe place for people to have conversations. And I think that, uh, you know, being in there every once in a while and allowing for people to have conversations, asking people questions is a great way to get engagement too. Um, Yeah. You know, hey, what are your thoughts on blank? And that essentially you give permission as the moderator to, to, to have people talk. Um, yeah. the, the, the beauty of a group and, and why I'm so stoked that you've already created it is people want to find other people like them. People want community. It's mm-hmm. human nature to, to, mm-hmm. to, to want to belong to something. And so the, that's just the best advice I could give you. How can you over time and, and ongoing through conversations, make them feel like they belong. And, um, you know, sometimes that means allowing them to answer questions. Sometimes it's allowing them to ask questions and be, and, and be heard, um, that group is going to be important for you, I think, because that's that's going to be seen as like your first handshake opportunity with people where people might ask a question. And if they're not left hanging and they get a reply from either you or somebody else, it's basically, hey, welcome to the group. Like this is this is where you can hang out and, and we can we can be a part of the community together and yeah. that community will grow over time. So that that's really exciting. And it's probably not I mean, you already have the, the group which is awesome. So I don't know what else you need to learn other than just go in there and start having conversations. So that's, that's, you know, you're already done with step two now. (laughs) So what might the, I'm I'm just going to go one more. And then as you can see, like, I'm just trying to make things so easy for you. Um, what, so after a little bit of learning on the group and getting people to start talking there, what might be the third thing that you might check off your list from there? You have this book that you're working on, obviously, and that's kind of ongoing. I, Yeah. Right. And book that that's one of the other, you know, book launching. Mm-hmm. I'm that's just in marketing is a totally separate. It's a scary thing. It's it. And, and... it's a, so that I was just going to say, yeah, scary entity there. So, yeah, here's the best way to take the scared out of it. It's okay. to let people know ahead of time that you're working on it now. And the cool thing about this is you're not starting okay. from scratch. You have this group. Hey, by the way, guys, I'm working on this thing on the side. I'm practicing what I preach. I'm working on this book. It's part of a series I'm doing. Here are five things I've learned that have really helped me. Uh, And maybe if you're a writer, these things will be helpful for you. So you could see how you can, through your experience, add value. You're teaching, but you're also planting seeds that you're working on something. And you have a blog that you can do the same thing. You can have a podcast. And you've been listening to me, I think you said, since 2015. I mean, how many times do I go, hey, guys, I'm working on this project or I have this invention I'm working on and I talk about it like a year ahead of time. Right. Because by the end, when it comes out, guess what? People are rooting for you. It's not a, oh, by the way, secret 
this thing just came out and now I'm going to ask you to pay money. It's like, hey, I've been working on this for so long. I've been adding value along the way. And oftentimes people go, wow, finally you've given me a chance to pay you back for all this information you've been giving me. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's how I would just tell the story about how you're telling the story. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. How are you feeling? That's good. Yeah, I feel really good. I feel very encouraged. I appreciate that. And you know, marketing can can be as big a big scary thing too. Just like with the ConvertKit thing, just like with the Facebook group, and just try to keep it simple. And I think you know, obviously, you could get into ads and all this other stuff that I don't even get into because I just I want to stay SEO. Yeah. Oh gosh. Like I mean, those things are important, but honestly, the most important thing is is for me that's helped me, and this just seems like what you're building too is is the community. It's the people who yeah. love you because you actually care about them. It's the, it's it's th- those become your super fans who are your marketing. They will just fly your yeah. banner for you and shout about you on their own rooftops. And that's that that to me, like when I have a person share my book or my program with one of their friends, that that to me is the ultimate compliment. And that's what I would recommend, you, right. you know, that you shoot right. for because you could sell all day. But if a friend makes that recommendation for you, that's so much stronger. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So hopefully I've helped relieve a little bit of pressure from you. Um, you really have. <laughs> good. Any any yeah, any final I, thoughts on sort of like you. how to put this all together for you or or, you know, perhaps somebody's listening and kind of wants to know what's going in your going on in your head right now oh my goodness um it's not one thing that i i think i've heard from you and joanna pan and roberto blake and probably a number of other people (laughs) that just to step out and do it Mm -hmm. and that and so that's for me i feel like you know you've kind of encouraged me in what i'm already doing and that i can take the next step and it won't that I can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's what's that's what's on my mind right now is just I can do it. You can. I, you're I you're already doing it. Saying I'm, yeah. You're already yeah. doing it. We're just and so for any listener who feels the same, you know, like you can do it. Just step out and do it. Perfect. Thank you so much for that. And and the other thing that kind of goes on top of that is like, and I'm saying this to myself and everybody listening, and and not just you, Sarah. It's just like. Let's stop making everything so complicated, right? Like let's yeah. simplify. And and that's how you, like you said, just start. Um, and then you can kind of adjust and add to and figure things out along the way. But I think I think you're on the right path, Sarah, and I'm excited to see how mm-hmm. things go. Let me know when this book series comes out because my, my son is all over those kinds of books right now. And awesome. um, just keep up the good work. Where can people go or where should people go to uh, join the group, find you, all the good things? I am blogging weekly on sarahfenlandfalk.com website, and I'm podcasting weekly on the Storyteller Station, and you can find me at the Facebook group, Storyteller Nation. Storyteller Nation, here's to you. Thank you so much, Sarah. Appreciate you, and good luck with everything. Thank you. Thanks so much, Pat. All right, I hope you enjoyed that coaching session with Sarah and if you want to check her out, sarahfenlandfalk.com and also Storyteller Station on all places you can find podcasts and Storyteller Nation on Facebook. A lot of great stuff going on. Sarah, keep doing what you're doing. You have so many people to help who need you. I'm so excited to see clarity and uh, just a bright light in your future. I mean, this is going to be amazing. And thank you so much for what you do. For those of you listening, if you want to get coached just like Sarah did today, all you have to do is go to askpat.com and you can find the application button right there in the middle of that page. 
fill out that application, and uh, I don't pick everybody. I possibly, I, I can't possibly pick everybody because we get dozens of submissions every single week. But I may select you, and I'm definitely not going to select you if you don't apply. So if you want to get coaching from me, go to askpat.com. You can also see all the other episodes in the archive there as well. And if you have a minute, just hit me up on Apple Podcasts and leave a review there too. And you can subscribe if you haven't already. Thank you so much in advance for that. I appreciate you, Team Flynn. You're amazing. And let's keep it going. Until next week, Team Flynn for the win. Cheers. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.